The following program is made possible in part by the generous financial support of listeners like you. By Maximize Life Chiropractic, bringing you to optimum health, Maximize Life Chiropractic. For more information in the Denver metro area, give them a call at 303-922-8146 or visit the website at www.MaximizeLifeChiropractic.com. By Internet Media Providers, makers of X-Cable. Watch almost any television station in the world, including programs on demand with X-Cable. For more information, look for the link to Internet Media Providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www. Dot internet media providers dot com. The opinions and views expressed in the following program are solely those of the show hosts and guests of the program, and are not necessarily those of CTK Radio Ministries, CTK Media Services, or the management and staff thereof. Angela, uh, our special guest, Anthony Trujillo, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. What's going on today, sir? Uh, well, there's a lot going on. October 10th, 2020. Um, I guess I asked the wrong question. I should have yeah. asked, how are you? Yeah. But I asked, what's going on? No, there's a lot going on. Hey, yes, and, there is. It's, uh, it's like a snowball. It's gonna, <laughs> there's going to be more and more stuff coming, So and a lot, a lot quicker. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about plagues again, um, okay. since we're kind of, uh, the plague finally caught up with our president. So, um, it says, uh, Christ talked about that. He said plagues would come. He said, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be great earthquakes and in various places, plagues and famines. And there will be terrors, great signs from heaven. But before all these things... They will lay their hands on you and will persecute you, delivering you to the synagogues and prisons, bringing you before kings and governors for my name's sake. It will lead to an opportunity for your testimony. Luke 21. So, as I said, President Trump uh, last week was inflicted by COVID-19. Uh, it says this in the reports. It says, on October 1st, 2020... President Donald Trump tweeted at 12.54 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tonight, the First Lady and I tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately. We will get through this together. So a country already unnerved by the chaos, whether it be from the COVID crisis, the political unrest, the fires, the, the floods in the Gulf, got another jolt. So they um, <clears throat> they said that prior to him declaring that he looked tired, and he did. I thought he looked tired, um, and basically 
He hadn't at the time been displaying uh, severe symptoms, although it sounds like he had a couple episodes of hypoxia uh, while at the White House. Um, so because of that, they flew him that following day over to Walter Reed Hospital and basically injected him with a bunch of drugs to see how we would respond. Um, of course, it included repimavir and steroids, but apparently there was another concoction of stuff that he took uh, that we're not really sure is in there yet. Um, but regardless, uh, he has, yeah, he's made a pretty good recovery. He looks really good from what I can garnish looking at him on his reports. Okay. So for all, all effective purposes, he's beat the virus, beat the plague. So... There's the unfortunate part of that is that yeah now he's got and now he's got freedom to say what he wants about COVID since he had it mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that to me is dangerous. It's dangerous, but it's uh, it's huge for him. It's huge for the mm-hmm. for the Republicans because now they're going to say, hey, I'm supposedly in the high risk group. I beat it. Get on. Get on with you know. Get I, on and, and do I your thing. I thought about that. Yeah. Um, I wasn't surprised when he ripped off his mask. Okay. Personally, I was like, watch this, he's going to rip off his mask. And yeah, sure enough. And and I I was talking to uh, someone else on the phone at the time, and I said, look, he's breathing. He's breathing like he's... But he kept doing things that made me wonder how infected he was. Mm, he he was I I believe he was infected because he got a panel of ten, I know how the medical community works obviously, okay. so it's very difficult to get ten doctors to lie <laughs> that he's infected. So he I, I absolutely believe he was infected, but he also got stay at the art treatment. I mean, what do you think? Who has a panel of ten doctors? Do you know? think um, the treatment that he received could have been, you know, like? Could he have been uh, asymptomatic, tested positive, but was given treatment Absolutely. for the flu or some kind of other thing? Uh, yeah, and that's could, the thing. He probably could. tested positive a few, a few days before we got notified See, and, that, was, and, and was able to be treated. the real issue, and it's why this question keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, when was his last negative test? When did he first test positive? Probably three, because, probably three days prior. That's my well, guess. Because yeah, that's there's an incubation period. But and the, f- but but the, the reason I guess the reason why that did, that day or that time stamp is a pinpoint is because then we could see exactly where he is in the progression of the disease. Exactly. And and and, and if the battery of of treatment that he's got is really working. Yeah. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. In my medical opinion, he was infected at least a few days before mm-hmm. he came out because the so, incubation period dictates that you're not going to get hypoxic the day of catching it. So, so, so that so we're saying the day he came out was Thursday. Uh-huh. And, I've been you know, Monday and, or Tuesday, at least. And, there, and that's why they won't answer that yeah. question. Well, because, and not just that. It's it's uh, how long did he know and continue to get his staff members yeah. infected? Well, no, but then, but then did he actually go to the last debate infected? And if he did... Probably not, because I think it's too far of a period. Probably not. 
Well, it, it also there was no no comments on his spouse that she had any signs other than uh, uh, you know that tested positive. So it could have very well been that they were both asymptomatic, right? Yeah. And, well, and I'd expect her. She's twenty years younger and healthy, you know. So because um, the, the only comment was is that there was a sign of a headache, right? No, well, so. she was she was reported to having a low grade fever and chills, mm-hmm. but <coughs> that was and I, trust me, I scoured <laughs> I scoured the internet for for anything and everything that mm-hmm. I could find on this because, um, you know, as a as a journalist, I I just want to know certain things that. Yeah. I didn't get answers. To. So, so anyway, my my belief, you know, in my open medical opinion, he was infected probably the beginning of the week. Okay, I'll and, go with that. And, and and they probably knew. <laughs> I, would say I don't see how you can't know because those guys are probably getting tested daily. I would say that they knew Sunday night, and, and I think that they kept it a secret. And sure. I would think that he went to that debate knowing that he was infectious. And and it fortunately everyone stayed away from him, but yeah. at the same time, mm. Thursday for him to say on Thursday we tested positive after having a whole week mm-hmm. tells me that yeah, his mentality is that the more people that get it, the faster we'll get to herd immunity. So he's going to. That's his advocation. Mm. So, but regardless, he he's uh, he's recovered from it, and now he's officially the spokesman for COVID nineteen. So, <laughs> so that's the bottom line right now. You know that. <laughs> so it's kind of I, I think it's I, in my opinion it's absolutely ridiculous for Biden to stand in front of the podium with no one around him and still wear his mask. I'm just like, please, Joe, take off your mask and talk to the public, um, and and do it now. And do it now because, because I know he wants. I know they want to be the anti-COVID. You know the PPEs mm-hmm. keep separate, but and now's know, not the time and, to do and, that. And, 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 I know, and I know right now it yep. looks good for Joe doing what he's doing. It doesn't though. I but think it's really having the reverse. Of yeah, I don't think it does. I think you don't portray yourself as a leader when you have your mask covered up like a bandit, basically. So. But regardless, I understand that his party probably told him to do that, and you know we're gonna we're gonna be the PPE slash, uh, you know, keep your distance and wear your face mask party, um, and Trump's gonna be the opposite. So it's gonna be a war, and and I think and once Trump was allowed to politicize wearing a mask in that fashion. It changed all the rules. Absolutely. About absolutely. how we deal. It absolutely changes the rules, without and, a doubt. And and at least in America, how we fight the virus, if we fight it at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it probably is going to end up being herd immunity because I think it's a cold virus, so we haven't come out with a cure for the common cold. So what makes us think we will get one right now? Not. Not very likely. So, but uh, the good thing is our hospital treatments ha- have markedly improved 
mortality is significantly and morbidity are significantly reduced in the hospital. Uh, we now have, I think, an adequate amount of PPE, uh, and the testing is becoming more efficient, accurate, and um, I think all those things will help with the second wave. You know, every time you, you've ever seen a pandemic, there's always three waves of, of infection. Um, so we're about ready to see our second wave this fall, I believe. Okay. And... Uh, but we're, we're much better prepared for it now. So. We are, and, and at least we know what we're looking at. Yeah. <clears throat> now, if a swine flu comes out, then we got to know. <laughs> Just, I don't know what to say. We will have gone full circle. If a swine flu comes around, read your scripture, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. and, and the swine are mentioned in the scripture. <laughs> Vividly. Lots of pigs, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's time for us to take a break right here. And when we come back, uh, we're, we're going to talk some more about uh, what really to expect and and how, at least, we think we should be looking at this next election. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is The Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. Dr. Andrew has written eight books on end-time prophecy related to this series. To find out more about Dr. Andrew and the books on end-time prophecy, visit his website at www.andrewtheprophet.com. That's www.andrewtheprophet.com. The best way to keep track of what's going on in the Middle East is to visit the prophecy.blog. Observers and reporters on the ground update the site in real time hourly, so you stay informed. That's the prophecy.blog. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. This program is available as a podcast. Simply visit the podcast section of our website, www. .ctkradio.org. Click on the logo for the Prophecy Show and look for the title of this program in the listing. Services in kind provided by Maximize Life Chiropractic, bringing you to optimum health. Maximize Life Chiropractic. For more information in the Denver metro area, give them a call at 303 922 8146 or visit the website at www.maximizelifechiropractic.com by internet media providers makers of patriot with patriot every news channel in the world is at your fingertips the patriot for more information look for the link to internet media providers on this website or app or visit us directly at www.internetmediaproviders.com. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org.
Monster Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with Dr. Andrew and our special guest, Mr. Trujillo. So, what do you guys, how, how do you guys view um, the, this, this, this upcoming election? I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, I think Trump could win. I think Trump will win, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, it's really going to depend on if people get out and vote, you know. Yeah, I think that I really, like I said, I think the key thing is what happens with Florida. That really yeah. is your just. That's really your decider right there. If Florida goes to Trump, it's over. If it goes to Biden, it's over. Whoever wins Florida wins the election. Period. So, I have to agree with that. Yeah, so let's because see what happens. it always ends up there. Yeah, so let's see what happens in the next month. But I, I, like I said, I'm concerned. I'm concerned with all these. We're now number 25, going on to 26 hurricanes in the Gulf. 26. You know, I was going to bring that up uh, about the hurricanes in the Gulf, um, mainly because... We are at 26. We are at but 26. we are at 19 major storms. Oh, yeah. And 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 when I say major, um, I've been, been watching the weather reports <coughs> out of that part of the country. And storms that start out in the Gulf that end up at threes or fours but come ashore as twos are doing a lot of damage. Yeah, and, and and really nine hurricane, nine major storms have hit the, the American coastline. So <laughs> we're taking a beating. the 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 only blessing is that it's been rural Louisiana, mm -hmm. so no one really gives a hoot about rural Louisiana. Well, but the Louisianans do. Because no, I'm just I'm just saying. No, I'm just there. saying politically, no, no one gives a hoot about them. But I tell you what, October's known for pounding Florida. Mm -hmm. Yes, and if and Florida gets pounded, you can make sure a lot of money is going to be ready to be infused by yours truly. Oh, of course, because you, mm -hmm. you see that's a that's a guaranteed win for Florida. He infuses tens of billions of dollars, and does it within twenty four hours. Oh, absolutely. And he is not a W. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. W was about the one of the weakest presidents I've ever seen. He's going to go in there and say, "Boom." I'm I'm your prince. He will, no, and I, he's yeah. he's the kind of guy that will not be flying over an airport. No, no, he'll be there. He'll but be walking. He will, if he has to go, he will walk two hundred miles out in the ocean to come back yeah. and land in Florida yeah. and he, get off the plane yeah. with a bag of money and say, yeah. "Okay, I'm here, guys." I guarantee you, he won't be waving from he won't be waving from the jet. No. He, his feet will be on ground zero. Guaranteed. Yeah. I guarantee that. We, we, we are laughing about it. And as much, yeah, but as much, but it's it's true. And, and, and as much as I don't care for Trump, mm -hmm. I got to give him credit because he will do that. Yes, he will no. do that. Yes, he'll but, fly out two hundred miles. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter how dangerous the situation no. is. He oh, will. No. He will. He will be there. As a matter of fact, the more dangerous, the better. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I. 
I was. I still remember what he did in Puerto Rico. How he showed up. Oh, twelve. And, twelve billion dollars. And started. <laughs> well, but, but, well, no, but that was only in the last week. But, no, no, no. And that's but, to make up for the debacle. Well, I think the embarrassment was when he showed up there oh, yeah, the, yeah, to the crowds and was shooting uh, paper towels to them like it was a, a game. Right. Was humiliating to the people of Puerto Rico. Absolutely, and, it and, should have been. And, and um, seeing that didn't set a good example and then now when it comes time to election and you need the vote that you're now coming around and and putting money into the system into the system that's because half of the puerto ricans from the island have moved to florida so they could vote against him well my my only reference was just that there were different stages of when you need to provide support and when you don't Uh in uh back when they needed the help they they didn't get as much as they yeah. they have because now because it wasn't politically important. Yeah, but then. but it is important now. Now it is absolutely. Yeah. And the sad part to me about about that is that um, uh, the American Virgin Islands and the people of Puerto Rico they don't even though because <coughs> of of where they are they they have. Uh, Memories that last beyond the news cycle, but here on the mainland we don't. Mm-hmm. Here on the mainland, it's a one news cycle story. I yep. mean, my memory of him going to Puerto Rico the last time was being in the crowd and throwing paper towels. Okay, but but that's because in the news cycle that's what I got to see mm-hmm. real quick, and it, and it was gone. In a, a lot of bad, a uh, bad. Uh portrayal with fighting with a Puerto Rican, uh, or at least the mayor and governorship, mm-hmm. uh, that was that was tough to watch. Remember, mm-hmm. remember. there was a lot of bad pub- public relations early on, okay. where they were desperate for help. Yep. Yeah. So it's a mess. Yes. And it was a self-created mess. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah. and and he, he, I guess this is his way of of repenting. No, uh, it's his way of stealing the vote. This is what it is. Yeah, but because basically he, that's what yeah, it is. He wants them to vote for him. Yeah, exactly. And, and unfortunately, some people are probably not smart enough to know mm-hmm. otherwise. Well, that, and, and that's what I'm talking about—a one news cycle memory. Mm-hmm. You know, your memory has to go back further than that. It's, yeah, and it's hard to do. Because there's so much minutia coming with what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, other, otherwise, I, I would, I, I could, could see the Hispanic vote, vote not going for Trump. And every time I see things it's, like that, I think that it won't go for it's him. It's very even right now. But then, <laughs> it's very even right now. So that's why it's so important for him to manipulate the vote. So. But um, but regardless, uh, you speak about history, so um, so plagues are very historical, very historical. Uh, so, in the in biblically speaking, what was one of the most famous plagues that we speak of? Pharaoh. Yeah. So Moses basically told Pharaoh, he said, "God's going to inflict his plagues upon you." Um, so the Lord instructed Moses. He said, "This you shall speak all that I command you." And your brother Aaron, and speak to Pharaoh that he let the sons of Israel go out of his land. 
But I will harden Pharaoh's heart that I may multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. So in other words, any sensible person would say, yeah, this guy Moses comes and he says there's going to be a plague of boils and it happens the next day. Most of us would say, yeah, I think that's God. (laughs) I think that's God. But, But God has the ability to say, Blind people. Mm-hmm. So he blinded Pharaoh, and Pharaoh had no clue. He was like, get back here and get back to work, you know, and I'm going to punish you for what you did. So, um, so yeah, God can do that. He can, he can even change men's hearts. Um, and he, he not only warned Egypt, but he warned his own people. He said the same thing. He said, listen, you don't listen to me, I'm sending my plagues on you. He said this, If you're not careful to observe all the words of his law, which are written in this book, to fear this honored and awesome name, the Lord your God, then the Lord will bring extraordinary plagues on you. Deuteronomy 28. And then, of course, Christ said the same thing. He said, Listen, you guys are going to mess up. And I'm warning you. There's going to be plagues that will warn you that the end is about to come. He said, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes and various plagues plagues and famines, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. Luke 21. So, the mind is, you know, most people don't realize it, but we're in the middle of the fourth seal, and um, that was just, we just kind of got the initial push. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm sending my warning. This is the first one, COVID nineteen. So well, we've been getting earthquakes. Yeah, we've been getting all those things around Babylon for quite a while. Yeah. So, so the issues. Yeah, uh, God has starting to send His warning signs. So we're gonna see two more cycles of COVID. We may very well see the swine flu, um, and we definitely will see H one N one come through again. So. Yeah, so don't be surprised, you know, yeah. if on top of the second COVID crisis, second COVID wave, we get swine. some sort of swine or H1 on top of that. Um, I, was, I was watching something this morning, in fact, where they were kind of warning about that. Yeah, so, yeah, so don't, like I said, don't be surprised if that happens. In fact, take it as a warning sign, you know, if... if if you start to wonder why the heck is this going on, you know, maybe maybe you should think about the maker. Uh, he, well, but they don't. They never look that way. Well, I think they will because I think every time, I mean, just from talking to people, you know, there, there were, people are starting to wonder why is this happening. And I'll tell you what: if you get a couple more plagues, and, and we're definitely getting famine as we talked last time. Famine is absolutely coming. Uh, maybe not to the United States. Maybe not quickly. Well, we will get it. United States will get it eventually, but I'm just saying, you know, the usual countries, the third world countries, Latin America, Africa, certain parts, yeah, certain parts of the Middle East, like Yemen. Yeah. They're getting killed right now. I mean, they're, they're getting just, you know, destroyed right now by famine. And the sad part of it is, is that all of the distribution lines that were, 
intact or not. Right, or they're closed. Because of, of, of the COVID. Not just COVID, but also the political unrest, you know. Uh, mm. I mean, the big one right now is China. China's in big trouble right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, they got, they destroyed most of their rice fields with the, the last flood of the Yonsei. Mm-hmm. And then they had to kill off half of their pigs because of the African swine flu that's in them. Yes. So they're, they're two major staples. They're, they're right, you know, their starch staple, rice, mm-hmm. and, and, staple. And, the, and their meat staple, pork, have been cut in half. You're talking two billion people. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble. And not only that, but they've relied in the past on their relation with us since we're the, basically the major food producers of the world. That's been destroyed. So China, China's going to, China could see another great famine like they saw with Mao Zedong. Um, so yeah, there's a lot. Like I said, we may not see famine yet, but the rest of the world's seeing famine as we speak. So anyway, it's time for us to take another break, and uh, when we come back, we'll pick it up right here. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is the Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. supporting Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Dr. Andrew has written eight books on end-time prophecy related to this series. To find out more about Dr. Andrew and the books on end-time prophecy, visit his website at www.andrewtheprophet.com. Dot com. That's www.andrewtheprophet.com. The best way to keep track of what's going on in the Middle East is to visit the prophecy.blog. Observers and reporters on the ground update the site in real time hourly, so you stay informed. That's the prophecy.blog. We invite you to visit and explore the Christ the King Radio website at www.ctkradio.org. Our responsive website is designed to work on just about any device. Find information about our hosts and programs and keep track of what's going on here at Christ the King Radio Ministries. Just visit and like the Christ the King Radio website at www.ctkradio.org. Winter always means snow and ice on the roads, so it's not hard for even the most careful person to find themselves involved in a car crash. I'm Michael Van Lowe, and if this happens to you, I suggest you give my friends at Maximize Life Chiropractic a call at 303-922-8146. 
Dr. Sergio Rockport is highly trained and has years of experience treating back, neck, and extremity pain caused by a car crash, mine included, and all without using harmful and addictive pain medications. For a complete list of Dr. Rockaport's training and credentials and a sampling of his glowing patient testimonials, visit the website at www.MaximizeLifeChiropractic.com. While on the website, you'll discover that Dr. Rockaport also treats sports injuries. Don't walk around in pain. His services are covered under most insurance plans. To make an appointment to see the doctor, give them a call at 303-922-8146. For clinic location and hours of operation, visit the website at www.MaximizeLifeChiropractic.com. Bringing you to Optimum Health, Maximize Life Chiropractic. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with uh, Anthony Trujillo and Dr. Andrew, and Dr. Andrew is, is, is reminding us about what the Bible says about plagues. Yeah, so, <clears throat> so it's interesting. There's a little bit of difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament understanding of plagues. Mm-hmm. So the word plague in the Hebrew word in the Old Testament comes from the word makah, which means wound, or naka, which means the root, naka, which means to smite. In other words, God would hurt people with the famine, but not necessarily kill them. So there were warning signs. And he said that to Pharaoh. He said, hey, listen, I could have knocked you off a long time ago, mm-hmm. you and your people, but I chose not to so that I could reveal my power with the basically the exodus of my people. Um, in the New Testament, the word plague comes from the word loimos, which means pestilence. And pestilence, interestingly, comes from the word thanatos. Mm. Uh, if you've remembered watching the, some of the uh, X-Boy, uh, X-Men movies, thanatos, as we know, is the ruler of death. So in other words, pestilence in the end brings death. Not a warning, but death. So... Um, and we do know this. We do know that at the four seal, it is a fourth of people that die. So the four seal says this. It says, When the Lamb broke the four seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come. I looked, and behold, an ashen horse, and he who sat on it had the name Death, Thanatos. And Hades was falling with him. Authority was given to them over a fourth of the earth. So 25%. To kill with sore, with famine, and with pestilence, and by the wild beasts of the earth. Revelation 6 and 7 through 8. So, so we've, been, we've been kind of um, getting a taste of Thanatos mm. with this latest COVID thing. So, uh, you know, it's been estimated that uh, a million people have died. It's probably a lot higher, to be honest with you. You know, the numbers out of China are totally inaccurate. Um, 
a lot of the numbers out of Europe are inaccurate too. Yeah, but not as inaccurate as China. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, you can exponent. It's probably exponential in China. I mean, there's there's no way just the eighty two thousand people died in China. No way. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I think we all can count on that being a lie. Um, but anyway, um, so this new virus. Uh, it's called uh, the disease itself is called COVID nineteen, and it's basically a SARS virus, which means it causes a systemic reaction in the body, okay. and that's why it's so dangerous because it causes a systemic reaction. And uh, I believe that it was not manufactured, but it actually came from bats. And basically, the Chinese have a disgusting habit of piling all their animals into a farm, you know. A big selling place and killing them there. A, mar- a market kind of yeah. environment. Yeah, yeah. but not the, not the type of market we think of, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything's all over, blood's all over. And, and yeah. everything started out when you said, I want that one. Yeah, right. I want that bad, you know. <laughs> yeah, it and, was uh, alive when you said yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And now it's dead. Yeah, so, yeah, the bats, unfortunately, are closely related to us as far as vectors go. You know, just like pigs, just like. Actually, one of the closest one, closest ones is a ferret, but um, and that's why they use ferrets for studies. Um, but basically, it's you know uh, it's a transmissibility of uh, animal vector to a human, and then once it mutates enough to go from human to human, then it becomes a pandemic. Um, and that's kind of what we're worried about right now with the swine flu, is the fact that ten percent of the Chinese farmers were found to have swine flu in there had been contracted it and so definitely it goes from swine to human and the question is mm-hmm. when does it go from human to, to human and when it does that we're in trouble mm-hmm. um, so um, <clears throat> so the cool thing and even I had doubts about this was when mm-hmm. they when Fauci first came out and they gave their predictions so um, so originally I said they were accurate predictions that actually they under <laughs> <laughs> that looks like they're under predictions. So, mm-hmm. you know, originally Fauci said, oh, yeah, 100 to 200,000 are going to get infected. And then he corrected himself. He said, not infected, die. Um, and people were kind of shocked. 200,000, really? 200,000 are going to die in the United States from COVID? Uh, well, it looks like, yeah, we're over 200. We're about 210 right now. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So those numbers, uh, at first I was saying, oh, pretty accurate. And now it looks like we underestimated the amount of people that were going to die well, from COVID. See, they, and, and, and I guess that's part of the, the issue, or at least the argument, is that by our behavior, we could have changed... We, we, could, have, we could have changed the outcome. No, I mean... <clears throat> and, and I would tend to agree with that. Sure. Based on, based but that, on but that's re, but that's retrospective. I mean, by our by our behavior, we could have avoided the Holocaust. By our behavior, we could have avoided World War Two. By our behavior, we could not have nuclear bombs right now. So, what what does that mean? It means nothing. Right. It means nothing. Well, I, but but the, the difference is is that we would have seen we would have seen this one coming. Yeah, now, we saw the others coming too, but we the, saw the, the others coming. Is obvious. Yeah, we saw the others coming. So, so anyway, but regardless, yeah, 
we got what we got. Or mm-hmm. as, uh, as our president would say, it, it is, is what, what it is. is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I am going to make him personally say that verse, it is what it is. And I'm going to make him say, because God said it so. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just it is what it is. It is what it is because God, God willed it. So, yeah. yeah, God mm-hmm. willed it that way. So really, I mean, in my opinion, this is just God's will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's God exerting his power and saying, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen, guys. Mm-hmm. You're going to suffer from plague and pestilence again and again and again till you get this right. Until you finally, <laughs> until you finally understand that I am... Who I am. God, sure. And I run the place. Absolutely. And you and, do what I say do, not the other way around. And, and, you know, people complain about it, but at the same time, I'm like, this may be God's mercy. In other words, you know, maybe people are like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, maybe this isn't just what the scientists or the president or whoever's telling me. Maybe I need to look at where it really came from. Yeah. Maybe it really came from God, and maybe I need to make my amend my ways and make my ways right with Him. Um, and go so. out and start trying to convince those two thirds that the Bible says won't listen to listen. Yeah, well, we're not even at one third yet, so let's just get the one third mm-hmm. okay. getting on the right track, I, I you know. So, but at least I know I'm a part of it whenever it comes about. Absolutely. So that's really the hope and the. The blessing is that, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not, no one likes to see this stuff happen. You know, we don't like to see plagues. Um, but at the same time, it's it's an opportunity, just like God said, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that what the scripture says? He says, but this will give you an opportunity to give testimony about what I've said. So, so he did it for a purpose, you know. It's not fun. It's highly unpleasant and even brings about death but it's an opportunity like you said it's an opportunity for you to testify um so yeah like i said we're probably well we are going to see a lot more mm-hmm. pestilence and death and mm-hmm. and it gives, like i said it gives us great opportunity to testify and to say yeah this is uh, god's way of warning us that he's going to return um so um so it, it is a curse, but ultimately it is a blessing because of that. Well, I'm blessed. Yeah. So, but regardless, yeah, we're gonna see a bunch more plagues and stuff heading our way. Um, we're definitely gonna see a second wave, without a doubt. You know, we we haven't really talked about the hurricane, and before we run out of time, I do wanna wanna just just uh, go back and touch on it again. <laughs> um. Yeah, the hurricanes are a wind of God's wrath in Jeremiah 23. So, yeah, they're, they are a warning sign. He says, you will understand when the time comes that these were meant as a warning. They are a warning. And so, yeah, we're going to... Personally, I don't think we even really... Uh, we haven't even come off the peak yet of hurricanes. I think the Gulf is way, way, way warm right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we're, kinda, you know, it's going to be a long season still. You know, we're, we're, we've got all of October to go through. Yes. And October is Usually known as one of the worst months. Yeah. So, um, 
along along with the first week of November. Yeah, so we got a long ways to go, and like I said, we're already on number twenty six. Yes. As far as hurricanes go, so um, yeah, I'd, I'd say at least a handful more big big ones, you know, yeah. are coming our way. Um, anyway, thank you, Doc. As always, I am blessed by our conversations. Thank you, Anthony, for being here this week. You're welcome. I am your host, Michael Van Lowe. This has been the Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. As always, until next time, love God. The preceding program was made possible in part by the generous financial support of listeners like you. By Maximize Life Chiropractic, bringing you to optimum health, Maximize Life Chiropractic. For more information in the Denver metro area, give them a call at 303-922-8146 or visit the website at www.MaximizeLifeChiropractic.com by Internet Media Providers, makers of Crosslink. With Crosslink, you can view any Christian television station in the world using Crosslink. For more information, look for the link to Internet Media Providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www dot internet media providers dot com produced by ctk media services